can't hear nobody. He needs some he needs some Peters in the church that's gonna cut some folks out. A lot of y'all don't even get that or understand that. Some of us get to the point where we straight up here and we're judging those that that, that ain't got delivered from a foul tongue. And guess what? Some of them will be the, the main ones that get to heaven before you get there. Hello, somebody. Amen. No. Amen. He needs some Johns. He needs some James. He needs some fighters. The Bible tells us to endure hardness as a good soldier. And I don't know about you, but I've never seen a soldier that was a punk. Soldiers, they are ready. They are armed and ready. They don't have to get ready. A soldier stays ready. God needs some soldiers in the church that's not going to punk out. Huh, that's the first sign of struggle. So let me tell you something, Brother Gene. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay to cry. It's okay to get mad. It's okay to feel some type of way, as the kids would say. But it's what you do with it. And when I say God needs some Peters, that don't mean I want y'all to come up here cussing folks out. I said that. That don't mean I want you coming in the church cussing people out. Don't get it twisted. I'm not giving you or condoning cussing people out. I'm just telling you that God needs some Peters in the church. The character. Some folks that ain't going to take no mess. <laughs> some folks that ain't going to have a problem with slicing off an ear. Metaphorically, y'all. Metaphorically. Because sometimes you got to come against this spirit with a fight. For God has not given me the spirit of fear, but of power and love and of a sound mind. And that's what we need in today's church, a sound mind, because there's too many of us that's fearful. And I'm not talking about fearful of others right now. I'm talking about fearful of our own self. Fearful of what we're going to do. Fearful of how we're going to react. Fearful of what we're going to say. But the Lord God said, I have not given you the spirit of fear. So pray tell, make it make sense for me. Why are we so afraid? Understand, it can only happen if God allows it. You ain't got to worry about controlling yourself. Let the Spirit of God do it. There was a couple of times yesterday where I felt like, let's keep it real. The human side of Leslie felt like doing some things, Brother Gene. The human side of Leslie felt like saying some words, Brother Gene. But the Spirit of God wouldn't let it come forth. And when you're at that very point in life, when you're in that very minute, that's when you got to just take a moment to step back. Step back. Do one of these. 
If that one don't take it, I don't care how many you need. You take a couple of deep breaths until you feel your body coming down. See, folks thought that I was mad. Folks thought that, uh, or let's say the enemy thought that he was just going to allow whatever happened, Brother Gene, because I don't even know what happened. I just saw your face and felt your spirit when you walked in. Whatever happened, distract from what God had to go on today. But the devil is a liar. Satan, the Lord, rebuke you in the name of Jesus. And I thank God for Brother Gene because I looked at him and he said, I need bishop. He knew he, knew he needed the man of God to pray for him. I'm assuming that's what happened. And as Brother Gene walked by, I knew God wasn't finished. And sometimes you got to come out like a fighter. You got to come out like, like you in a rocking moon. Da -da -da, da -da -da. You got to come up with your dukes. Fight the enemy. How do I fight the enemy? I don't know, Pastor. How do you fight the enemy? Mm -hmm. That's your boxing glove right there. Your strength is coming from the Lord. Amen. What's your, that's one boxing glove. Where's the other boxing glove? Pastor, I can't just fight with one glove. You bad enough, you can. Hide. And if you got God, you bad enough. But see, God said you don't have to be bad enough because I'm not going to leave you by yourself. He said, I sent a comforter. Amen. Hallelujah. I sent a comforter mm -hmm. that's going to be with you. That's never going to leave you. I thank God because my former pastor, God rest his soul. Uh, hmm, glory to God. Pastor Hubert Powell used to say, my boys are always on the side of me. There's one on each side of me. Y'all know who his boys were? It's the same boys that's with me every day. Grace and mercy. Yes. <laughs> Did y'all catch that? Grace and mercy. Because I need God's grace. And because of who I am, I know I need his mercy. Don't get this thing twisted. I don't care how long you've been saved. How long you've been going to church. You're human. I'm so sick and tired of church folk. And preachers. And folks that call themselves Bible scholars. Not teaching folks the word. Not teaching folks that we're human. That this flesh is a mess and that sometimes we fall into the flesh. Do you not realize that Jesus would have never had to come if he did not realize we were going to fall into this flesh and make some mistakes? He knew it. So when he was having a conversation with his daddy, and his daddy said, I need to redeem man back 
to me. Jesus said, Daddy, I'll do it. I'll do it. And he came on this earth for 33 short years. 33 years is not a long time. It's not a long time at all. But he came on this earth for 33 years. And he experienced everything that we could experience. He experienced anger. He got mad. He acted out. Uh-uh, he was Jesus, Pastor. What you talking about? Jesus never did that. He was perfect and he was divine. How many know that he was as human as he was divine? Amen. Amen. Did he not say in the Bible that when they were casting lots or gambling in the temple, yes. that he got mad? And in his anger, he went in and he ran and he turned over all them tables. So he experienced the anger that we feel with the house of God. Or God's people are disrespecting. Amen. Oh, I didn't catch that, Pastor. I didn't know that. He felt sorrow. When, Pastor, when in the Bible does he say he felt sorrow when his brother was, was and they had wrapped him up. Amen. And when the sisters said to him, Lord, if you had been, had been here, my brother would not be dead. He would not have died. And the Bible declares the shortest verse in the, in the Bible. Jesus wept. He knew that he could raise Lazarus from the dead. He knew that he was life and that he could give life and that he could take life. But in spite of the fact that he knew that he was life and could give life, he felt sorrow like we did. And somebody's going to get a little angry with me for what I'm about to say. And I'm almost done, Bishop, so you might be getting ready. I'll, I think this might be the shortest time I've ever preached in this church ever. But I had to get that prayer in for my brother because my brother was hurting. Brother, how do you feel? Amen. I believe that there was a little bit because I said he was as human as he was divine. I believe that he got scared at one point that there was a little fear. Where are you coming from, Pastor? He was God. How could that happen? You didn't hear about the garden, garden of Gethsemane? You didn't hear about when he was praying? And he prayed and prayed until the tears came out for as blood. And he said to his father, let this cup pass from me. That was fear. Amen. He knew what he was going to have to go through. He knew he was going to be separated yes. from his father. He knew what people were going to do to him. He knew that there was going to be physical and mental and spiritual anguish that he was going to experience. Yes. 
And he was a little afraid of that. But in that, in that human fear, his deity rose up. Lord, if it be your will, let this cup pass from me. But if it don't, if it's not your will, God, I'm going to do what you sent me down here to do. So he felt fear. He felt anguish. He felt sorrow. He felt every single thing that we go through. So my brothers, my sisters, why do we feel the need to beat ourselves up? Is it just me that beats herself up no. when you find your, when you I find myself messing up? No, it's not. He sent his son to give us the example of just what we needed. That's the blessing in God. That's the blessing. And I do want to read the scripture this morning. And I'm about done. I promise y'all, I'm about done. Because see, when the Spirit stops speaking, guess what I do? I shut my mouth. I shut my mouth. Because if he ain't got it, if he ain't got nothing else to say to me, I ain't got nothing else to say to you. Amen. And I shared with Sister, uh, Sister Stephanie, I ain't going to call her her nickname in church over the air because Facebook Live is on and you never know <laughs> who's watching. So I'm going to call her Stephanie, her given name. Uh -huh. Not my sister Stephanie, my daughter Stephanie. Praise God. I'm going to call her name out. I said, to her, said this to her and she said the same to me. I said, I, I went to bed singing this song. <laughs> I woke up singing this song. You know how you have them mid, early, early night hour bathrooms I was singing the song. And then woke up for the final time singing this song. She said, oh, my, I was singing that too. And so I said, I'm, I said, God can't keep giving me this, this scripture without me sharing it with the church. Go with me to Psalms 27. And we're going to be done in the next couple minutes. Praise the Lord. We're going to be done. If you ain't catch it already, that's your fault. I I just threw out a, amen, bro, amen, brother Gene. Have I thrown out a lot of scriptures amen, today? Amen, amen. Hallelujah. When you have it, rest upon your feet, and we're gonna read till God tells me to stop. And the word of the Lord, the book of Psalms, the twenty seventh division says, "The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear?" The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? Let me say that one more time. The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? When the wicked, even my enemies and my foes, came upon me to eat of my flesh, they stumbled and fell. Though a host shall encamp against me. My heart shall not fear. The war should rise against me. In this will I be confident. One thing have I desired of the Lord that will I seek after 
that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life to behold the beauty of the Lord and to inquire in his temple. Let me read that fourth verse again. One thing. See, we need to be like our brother this morning. We need to be desiring this. One thing have I desired of the Lord that will I seek after, that I will dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life to behold the beauty of the Lord and to inquire in his temple. The word of the Lord is blessed. Y'all may have your seat. Amen. The Lord is my light and my salvation. See, I never have to walk in darkness because the Lord is my light and my salvation. If I can't pay my light bill, if I lose my phone and can't put the flashlight on, the Lord is my light and my salvation. When I'm going through dark times, when my spirit feels low, when it feels dark and I don't see my way out, the Lord is my light and my salvation. Amen. Amen. So I don't care what comes against me. I don't care who comes against me. I don't care who puts their mouth on me. I don't care who drugs a hole to try to make me stumble and fall. The Lord is my light. Amen. And my salvation. I don't have to be afraid of nothing. Amen. Nothing. No thing am I afraid of. Because my big brother got my back. Amen. And my boys got my side. When Jesus got my back and I got grace and mercy on my side. Who going to come for me, boy? And the thing about Jesus is that he's also living inside of me. So he's in the front, to the back, to the sides. I don't have to worry about it. And you got some wicked folks out here. Yes. And let me, let me hurt some other folks' feelings, because y'all know I don't care. I got Jesus on my side. And a lot of the wicked folks is in church. Hello, somebody. Yeah, so true, so true. Say that again. Some of the meanest people I've met in my life yeah. are in the church. Yeah. Not going to speak no names, but it was an evangelist, and she's still alive today. I grew up with her daughter. And I used to go to their house as a child. She knew nothing about my history, Brother Jean. She knew nothing about my parents. And she was the meanest woman I had ever seen. Constantly turning her face up at people. Constantly just saying mean things. And when I became an adult and went to the church and found out this woman had been an evangelist the whole time, from the time that I was a kid. Y'all heard me this morning. We've lost a generation or two because of us. This is why our children don't want to come to church. Because of you. With your fake self. Your lying self. Your backbiting self. You're talking about people's self. But then you want to tell them. Don't lie. Show love. Well, where do you think they learned it from? You! It ain't come from osmosis. 
Things learn from what they see, not what they hear. Scripture said, when the wicked, even my enemies and my foes came upon me to eat upon my flesh, they stumbled and fell. Come on now, somebody. Don't you worry about your enemies. Worry about the enemy. Ha! Y'all ain't catch that one. Y'all ain't catch that one. Worry about the enemy. Because the enemy is what's causing you your problems. Put a mirror up in front of your face. What was that? The Bishop uh, Rush preached. What was that message? The uh, title of his message yesterday? How you living? How you living? Some of us. Thank you, Bishop Rush. Some of us in this church better start asking ourselves, and not only in this church. I'm talking about churches across Amen. the world. Amen. Amen. Better stop and take a moment and ask yourself Amen. how you living. Because yep. the day of judgment is going to come. Yes, it will. Don't get it twisted. It's going to come. Yes, it is. And you will be judged. Yep. No doubt. And there's a whole lot of us yep. that's in the church house every Sunday for a Bible study. And every time the church door is open, and there's a whole lot of us that's going to go right to hell and bust hell wide open. Because yep. we're not living according to God's word. But as the brother concluded in the scripture, and I'm done right now, one thing has I desired of the Lord. Amen. That what I seek after, understand, this ain't a we salvation. This is an I salvation. Yep. This is a me salvation. I got to get it right for myself. I can't help none of y'all. I can't help me. It says, that will I seek after, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to behold the beauty of the Lord and to inquire in his temple. Know that God is in control, that he's got this and he's got you. God's got this and he's got you. So you have no reason to fear. Amen. As long as you take the Lord along with you. That was an old song. Take the Lord along with you everywhere you go. You better take him with you. You know how when you were kids it was stuff you had to make sure you had your school books and your homework and, and your lunch box and everything. And now everything changed as adults. Now you got to make sure you have your cell phone, your house keys, your car keys, your this keys, your that keys. Most important, don't forget Jesus. Amen. Take the Lord with you everywhere you go. Amen. Everybody upon your feet as we give the uh, pulpit to Bishop.